Hey guys, welcome to the Chalk Dirty Podcast. I am Monica Hilton. Kyle is here waving at the phone. We are excited for episode number three, and today we are talking about, uh, we're switching gears to the business world and talking yeah. about uh, planning. Right. Uh, you know, the old quotes, if you don't have a plan, you plan to fail, right? No, that's not the quote at all. But <laughs> yeah, it what is. is it? No, if you if you if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Yeah, but also if you don't have a plan, you plan to fail. Same thing. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> we make up our own quotes around here because it makes it more interesting. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Uh, yeah. So um, I think a lot of times we talk about. I know with our clients, and I mean even ourselves, you need to have a plan when it comes to eating with your nutrition, with your training. Um, I mean, honestly, I feel like that's where a lot of people fail from what we've seen is that they just have no idea where to begin and, and where they're going. So uh, business is no different. Um, I think the one difference in business is I think people think they have a plan. Yep. <laughs> but, but when you really look at it, you, you don't. I mean, uh, to be honest, when we really evaluated things like moving forward here, we found some areas that like, oh, like... Yeah, we really don't have a process yeah, for that, too. Yeah, nothing in place for that. Um, so, yeah, how can you really know where you're going with clear direction if, if, if you don't have anything set in place? Yeah, and I think it's okay to not have a plan and sure. to find all of the resources that can help you put together your plan. Yeah. It's just if you start out on day one with, like, this is the end game. Right. We want to get there eventually, but you have nothing set in place to take the steps to get there. Yeah. That's that's where it all kind of falls apart. Well, it's, it's like it, it's like any goal, right? I mean, if it doesn't matter what you want to do, whether it's to lose weight, get strong, uh, you know, graduate from college, I don't know, whatever. You have this big end goal in mind, but if you have no steps to to get there, yeah. then I mean, your your success rate is probably not going to be that great, right, right? For sure. Well, and early on, I think in in like career is a good example. Like yeah. when you started off, you talked about training and how you basically would gather some information and that was your entire training arsenal, yeah. right? So yeah. like it was the same thing with me in marketing. I read one marketing book and I'm like, I believe it as the Bible. Like I'm going <laughs> right. to use this right. and then go from there. But the, the more and more knowledge you can gain, the more helpful that will be in putting together a plan so that you can kind of draw from all of the resources, like I said, that you have right. and, then, and then put together something that makes sense based on what you're trying to do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's a, that's a really great point. I mean, uh, you know, a lot of people, I know I've referred to that, but I think it's a common thing to refer to as your toolbox. I mean, yeah. the more tools you have in your toolbox, uh, inevitably, the, the better you're going to be. And, um, you know, I've said it a lot to you when we've talked, like, take the best, leave the rest. So, look, you might hear a podcast or read an article or a book or hear somebody talk, and, yeah, not every single thing they say is amazing or profound or uh, that might not actually work for you, but you take what will work for you um, and then you eventually begin to get your own philosophy and your own plan in place for whatever it is. Yeah. I think one of the keys is to sort of, we use this word a lot, but triage where yeah. you need to start. So a lot of times in the business world, it can be overwhelming to be like, I yeah. need a plan for operations and I need a plan for marketing right. and I need a plan for sales and all these kind of things and just whatever your business is, um, industry specific. I think one of the things that we learned, and I think it's applicable in a bunch of different industries, is that you can't start with a marketing plan if you don't have a sales plan in place. Yeah. So like ultimately, you need sales to drive your business right. so that you have the cash flow to be able to do anything else. 
but like there's no sense in bringing a whole bunch of people to your business if you aren't going to take care of them in the sales plan right. for when they walk in the door. Right. Well, that's like an example of what we talked about of um, basically being reactive instead of proactive. Yeah. You know, uh, a lot of times as a business owner, I own a business as well. Like you, you, you feel like you're just always putting out fires. Like you're, you're taking on things as they come. And so in an essence, you can always feel like overwhelmed, like, cause you don't feel prepared for it or you don't whatever. So like you're saying, if you have a sales process in place now, if you get, two, four, six, 10, 20 people coming in the door, you're, you're prepared, you know right. what you're doing. You've, you've planned this ahead of time, yeah. rather than just being like, oh my gosh, I have all these people. Um, hi. What do I do? <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, so that's uh, really what it boils down to. Yeah. You know, being proactive and trying to think ahead of, of to what happens when people come in the door. Or, or like you said, there's no point in putting out a promotion or marketing if you're not then prepared to handle it when it when it happens right well and i think part of it too is coming up with it's a plan but like a policies and procedures whatever you're going to call it your operations manual and it seems so labor intensive to start like i I, now i have to sit down and outline my day-to-day and what needs to get done daily weekly monthly as a business owner um but on the back end, that's just going to be so much more beneficial when you, when you get to each of those steps because it's like, well, I sat down and thought about this ahead of time. So what did I figure out I was going to do? Right. So that you can kind of use it as your checklist. It's right. Your, it's your plan. What's that, it's that podcast we were listening to. I think it was Barbell Life where that guy mentioned that. Like you might think like, oh my gosh, this is so overwhelming to think of all these policies and procedures. But, you know, to his point on there, it saves you so many hours later right if you have this in place like uh you just mentioned it in a meeting we had with front desk staff the other night like this document so if something happens you should be able to refer to it and be like oh okay i i know what to do here yeah um or anything like that so yeah i mean having that in place seems overwhelming but when you think about always being reactive and always putting out fires how much time does that consume because you have to figure it out in the moment right well also the other people who are involved in it like unless you are a one-man business like if you're an insurance agent and all you do is your your list of things and it's just you right cool but like if if you have other people wouldn't it be nice to be like, here's the operations manual, look up what I need to order and someone else can help with that. So all of your personnel being involved in some way or another in this plan, if you, if you've created it ahead of time is going to be beneficial. We had evaluation, right? Like, um, if you don't even have a policy procedure plan in place, if things aren't going well in different areas of what you're doing, like where do you even begin? Well, it's not working, but I don't even have anything to look at. Like in training, If I'm not getting stronger or more fit, that's why recording my workouts is huge because I can look back and be like, okay, well, this is what I'm doing. It's, it's not working in this area. So therefore I have something to make an adjustment from. Right. Well, I mean, like I almost compare it to like a blueprint for building a house. Like if that house doesn't come together exactly as you intended, something in that blueprint wasn't completed. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's your roadmap. It's and in business. It's your, it's your way of saying like, this is how I see this going. And yeah. then when you, when something goes awry, right. you can be like, I saw that going differently in my head, <laughs> right. you know, and, but right. where, yeah. you know, at least you have yeah. something to, to, yeah. Like you said, like where, cause it doesn't mean, um, you know, I think sometimes we have a tendency to like completely throw stuff out. Like, yep. you know, Oh my, Oh, I'm not getting stronger. So I'm going to completely scrap everything I was doing. Well, no, that, 
it doesn't mean everything you were doing was wrong. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, but what, what point? Yep. Um, we've talked about it in nutrition. Like if I'm not losing the weight I want or, or whatever my goal is in nutrition, like, well, it doesn't mean you need to change your calories, the grams of carbs, protein, and fat you need. Like, no, right. no, no. Like, hold on. Yep. <laughs> like let's change one thing at a time, honestly. So you can better see, well, it was that the issue or was not. If you completely overhaul everything every time, if it worked or if it didn't, it's like, well, I don't, I don't know which part that I changed actually helped me. Right. It's, it's the fundamentals of testing anything. Like you, right. you change one variable to see how it affects the rest of it. Right. And I think that's a good thing for uh, our listeners to know that we are um, next steps going to be looking at tracking because that yeah. all falls under that. Yeah. Um, and how, how you can take your plan and then set up measurable variables right. so that you can track your plan and see how you're doing along we, the way. We've so. talked so much like about in marketing, like yeah. especially in the corporate world, it's like people just spend money. Like they just have money to spend and they just keep throwing money and stuff and like very rarely do they know like what am I even getting right. back for this? Yep. Like a lot of people just do things because they've always done it. Right. Like or this is what we do in this industry. We have radio commercials, we have TV commercials. We'll should you? Right. Yeah, <laughs> like, absolutely. Does... Well, we joke all the time that like, man, if we only had the giant advertising budget right. that some of these multi-million dollar corporations have and all they're doing is like, yep, we're advertising. Right. What are you actually putting it towards and does right. it matter to you like that that it's not giving you an ROI at all? Right. You know? Right. Absolutely. I mean, I think you mentioned like Gary Vee was saying that like when he when car commercials, we talk about those all the time. Yeah. Like like, well, we spend all this money here and there. And like, well, you have to have all the commercials on TV. Why do you? Why? Right. Like, do you have any number that is telling you, well, we spend this much money on advertising on TV, but we get this much back. Right. No. If you can show me that, then I agree. Then keep doing it. Yeah. But if you can't even tell me. The answer to their <laughs> why is because that's how we've always done it. Right. That's not an answer. Right. Right. So, I mean, let's compare that to the fitness industry. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of things in the fitness industry that people just do because that's what you do. Um, this is how you say stuff to people because that's how you say stuff to people. Yeah. Um, but, man, inevitably, if you're just just like everybody else and how you're presenting your gym, then you're just going to look like everybody else. So The flip side of that, just to like... I don't know, throw a wrench in this, is that we always talk about how old school training is the foundation and like that is something that this is how it's always been done. A squat is a squat, you know, a bench press is a bench press. What drives me nuts is all of the gimmicks. Like let's get on board with, like I'm not going to pick a company or like rip on whatever, um, except for I got some twerking class email the other day so whatever but but like why are we what i love twerking just not as a workout yeah no i know i understand i know um yeah um but why are we choosing i get mixing it up right i love variety like we've talked about this before like i get mixing it up in different ways but ultimately if you are changing just basic training techniques or doing weird things just to make a sale. I guess it's asking the question why, like to our, to our point earlier, like it doesn't mean like you need to look at all this marketing that's being done and be like, okay, well I can't do any of that because I don't want to be like anybody. Not saying that. Right. But are you being subjective or objective enough in your analysis of those things to, are you asking why? Like, okay, 
everybody is doing this. That doesn't mean it's bad or you shouldn't do it, but don't just say, like you said, like, well, like, every, like that's what we've always done or everybody's doing it, so we'll just keep doing it. Right. Like, should you keep doing it? And, and if you do, then great, then, then keep doing it. Yeah. Um, but not just going along with, with the flow of things. I mean, there's also a thing of things that have tried and true worked, like you're talking about in training, yeah. um, but I make it my own. Like, right. we teach the squat differently or the clean differently or the snatch differently with whatever you're putting out on social media. Like, yeah, people, I mean, the, the concept of Facebook and Instagram is the same for everybody, but how you use it is, is very different. Yeah. So, um, well, and I think that goes along with what we're saying is like, does it fit your plan? Right. If you are going along and you're like changing what was in your plan, just because you see someone else doing something right. because they've always done it. Does that make it right? Absolutely right. not. Like, right. Follow your plan. Yeah. If you need to adjust, absolutely. We're all about making an adjustment and right. you know, correct your course if you need to. But there was a reason when you set out to make that plan <laughs> right. that you created it that way. Right. Maybe it was just what you saw in your head. Yeah. Cool if you make an adjustment. But like don't don't be that gym that's like, oh well, did you see that they're doing that? We should do that, even though it doesn't go along with what we planned. Right. Right. You know, for no reason. Well, and like, so how do you get this plan? Like, I think that's a good thing to talk yeah. about for these people. Like, where do you even begin to formulate your plan? Um, you know, I know sometimes, I mean, we've done exactly that. We're sitting there like, okay, where to start here? Um, you kind of hinted at it earlier. Like, um, when you first, when you're young in business or training or nutrition, like anything you read or see, it's like, oh, okay, that's, that's, that's what it the is. That's yeah. Like, that is 100% the truth. Um, like my buddy Stefan used to say when we go to conferences, as we got uh, more knowledge and more training experience, like he's like, I feel like I have a better filter now. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I can better filter. Like I'm, I listened to 20 people talking this weekend, but I can inevitably pick the things out that I feel fit me or work for me. And so I'm filtering it. Like I, like I told you, I think when I used to go to these training conferences for uh, like the NSCA conferences, like, man, I would have like... 20 pages of notes like I'm just like writing down everything that is coming out of this person's mouth yeah. well then as I would go to it I could go to a week-long thing and I might only have one page of notes but that one page of notes was huge for me like that that really helped me these are takeaway things that I can go do right now um, so we read books all the time I mean your marketing sucks good to great brand story, story. Brand, yeah, yeah uh, story brand yeah, yeah. like that is helping us form a framework from which we work from. And then take it and make it our yeah, own. Yeah, and take it and make it our own for sure. But at least it's giving you like this skeletal structure from which to base like why are we posting a certain type of picture or why we're using a certain type of verbiage or whatever yeah. um, that we're using. Well, and here's what I would say about that is we all have our strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. The reason people come to our gym is because they need help with fitness. Right. When I go to my accountant, it's because that's not my that's not my thing. Right. I don't I don't do the math. I don't do the books. Right. Um, I hire help when I need to. Yeah. So if it's marketing you need help with, people could call us for their consulting. Right. For marketing, Absolutely. Yeah. But they might specialize in something else that then we would go to them sure. for, or you know, it might not be a a one for one, but yeah. like we're, I'm going to go to my accountant for this and I'm going to go to my dentist because I don't do my own teeth. <laughs> so right. like it's right. you, you find the people who can help you make your plan is yeah. what I would say. Like you started your business for a reason. You either have a passion for it or you're very good at what you do. Right. Take 
your skills and make your plan in those departments. But inevitably, you are going to need help in other things. Like if you are a gym owner that knows nothing about marketing, find someone who can help you with marketing. Or, or if you don't have the budget to do that or the ability to trade or something, like one thing I've always told you in coaching, I have no issue. Like I've been a coach for over 10 years. So I've you know been around the block a long time. And like I have no issue with young coaches or other coaches not um, knowing in-depth physiology or how to teach somebody technically what gets on my nerves is when you do nothing to fix that Mm -hmm. if you just sit there complacent like well i don't do snatches much because like i don't i'm not comfortable coaching it so like so so that's it like you're doing a disservice to your client just because you're you're like what are you doing to get better yeah so it, it might not just always be going and hiring somebody um although that's great if you have friends that you don't need to hire or you have contacts or whatever but what are you doing to make it better? Are you reading anything? You know, yep. are, your marketing sucks. Like right. if you don't know marketing, that, that's probably a good one to start with. Yeah. Um, so there's ways that you can improve yourself, but to your point, know your strengths too. Like if you see some kick-ass video, but you suck at making videos, like just why would you try to do that right now? Like stick with what you can do for right now. These are your skills and your knowledge and abilities right now. Over time, you're trying to make that a lot bigger. But if you're here right now, then be really damn good at being right there. Yeah. And then, you know, talk to people, network with people or read or watch videos or what. I mean, yeah. we're always doing uh, stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's self-development. It's career right. development. It's whatever. But ultimately, it all falls under the make it plan. My plan right. right now is to use my skills and do this. Right. Part of my plan is to bring on people for the things that are my weaknesses yeah. later on. It, even if your plan is start where you are. Right. And this is where I'm going. Like I'm going to I'm just going to outline what I'm doing here even though I know that I'm going to need more or other colleagues or right. yeah. help later. That's still part of your plan. Absolutely. So. Yeah. And we we talk about too like with your plan because um, sometimes we get some like crazy ideas and um, we see like this huge, awesome thing up here. And it's like, man, unless we have 65 days straight to work on that, yeah. it's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that doesn't mean it can't happen. You know what I mean? Um, what is the step below that? What is the step below that? Yeah. What is the step below that? And then eventually I'll get to the point where here I am today and yeah. I can do this. Yeah. And um, this is, the, I love this. I mean, we both love this concept yeah. of like breaking it down and that's obviously going to be a future podcast and yeah. probably lots of them yeah, because absolutely. It's, it's so much the foundation of, of what we right. Like, like you just said, if you don't know marketing and maybe eventually one day you want to hire a marketing person, mm-hmm. that's up there. Yeah. But what can I do before I get to that point right. to whatever, either make enough money to hire a marketing person yeah. or instead of just sitting here and be like, well, I don't have the money right now and so I just can't do it and, and just scrapping that whole yeah. plan. Like, yeah. my, my mom always says, all you can do is the best you can do. So, yeah. so where you're at, make your plan. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know? do, do what you can with what you have and, yeah. and then you know, make a plan to get better. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, we gave people some tips on kind of formulating a plan. Um, like what else you feel like is beneficial? You mentioned tracking, like what's, what's more that you could touch on on that of just, um, having people understand, um, what's important there. I mean, I think, man, tracking is, is going to be different based on whatever you, whatever the, the plan is that you've laid out. Sure. Um, the. I think the biggest thing is to find milestones. I mean, and obviously we'll do an upcoming tracking podcast where we break that down. 
Um, but it has to be, I guess, like we were just talking about this concept of bite-sized pieces. Right. Like tracking is going to be all about, it's not like, here's where I'm at today and I want to sell a hundred gadgets. Right. So I'll be happy when I get there. You yeah. know, it is yeah. literally about like, like, what's my plan to let people know about these gadgets? And then right. once people know about them, like, what is my sales plan to sell them? Right. And I will celebrate when I get to five gadgets. Well, and the, and the like, daily stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, my dad always say in training, like, if you put together good days, those turn into weeks, which turn into months, yep. which turn into years. Yep. So when you're looking at that shiny thing that might be three to five years down the road, cool. Mm-hmm. But you have to put together a lot of days to get there. Yeah, well, and it's it's just like uh, I believe it was Two Brain Business that had that uh, really great. Um, I think it was a blog post that I read, but it was the whole idea of this is what I do daily, this is what I do weekly, this is what I do monthly as yeah. a gym owner. But obviously, it's applicable in any industry. Right. But those are the things that are going to get you there ultimately. You, right. You can't just be like, I have a dream of owning a gym. Because right. guess what. Yeah. There is a lot <laughs> right. involved in owning right. a gym that yeah. most people don't think about. Yeah, well, I mean, sure. we do spend 24 hours a day working out and just yeah, sitting around no, and for sure. talking to people. Like we're, so. I'm actually working out right now Yeah, You're, just while we're talking. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it is literally <laughs> all we do. I'm so tired of working out all the time. Well, those are two big concepts, so have a plan. Yep. You got to be able to track stuff. Yep. A big thing uh, where a lot of people fall apart from there, which we always talk about, and it seems simple, but execution yeah I mean it does no good to have this shiny pretty plan and all these cool metrics that you're gonna track if on the daily you just are like oh shoot didn't get that done so this brings <laughs> up um, there was a Gary V podcast he's talked about this a lot but um, but it's the idea of having like a, a number one and a number two person and figuring yeah. out where you are and how you fall into that and what he means that is not a bathroom reference um, like like the number one. I didn't go there, but no, thank you. I know. Well, I'm sure some people. Somebody did, did yeah. <laughs> uh, in that, but um, the like the number one could be the business owner, but yeah. if your number two is the quote unquote executioner, yeah. like that, you need that person. If right. you are he, Gary, calls it clouds and dirt, and I love that idea. Yeah. Like the the clouds person is like all the ideas. Right. The dirt person is like boots on the ground. This yeah. is the person who gets it done, and. It's one of the reasons that you and I have talked about Absolutely. how we work so well together yeah. is like you have so many ideas and I have ideas too. Yeah. I will generally get stuff started. Right. And I need that. Yeah. I, I suck at getting things started. Like I literally do. Know your weaknesses. Uh, yeah. Know your weaknesses. Yeah. And, and now I've definitely been around you and doing this. I've got better at starting things. But, you know, it's just like in training. Like to be honest, no matter how much you train, unless you are completely flipping the script on what you're doing. But like I came in as a strength athlete. Mm-hmm. That's always going to be my strength. You know, I can improve my fitness, yeah. but I'm a, I'm a strength guy. So that's always going to be my thing. So no different than this. Like, I can beat my head against a wall trying to start all the things all the time. And, like, can I get better at it? Yeah. Am I going to be great at that? Nope. Right. So, like, I just – I need to realize that yeah. and just be like, okay, thank, thankfully I have someone that, like, man – I have all these huge ideas, but you're able to bring me down back in the dirt and be like, cool, we need to do this to start it. That's how we start it, (laughs) yeah. And then once you get it started, then I'm like, okay, bang. And I can make stuff roll from there. Um, So that's to your point. But man, execution is something that we just talked about last night. Like you can have so many ideas, but if you never 
put any of them into play, then you're always in, you just fall back to that reactive mode of, well, uh, I didn't get to my procedure on the first visit process. So I guess I'll just keep doing what I'm doing. Like, you know, you're never going to make any headway. At some point you're going to have to rip the bandaid off and make some changes. And I think that I kind of like the idea of like, this is a planning podcast, the next one being tracking and then the the third one being the execution of it. Because, because there are lots of people like you that are like, how do I start? Yeah. You know, obviously it depends on the project, but like we can, we can dig deeper into like, what is it for you? Because everybody's different. Absolutely. What is it for you that helps you, get started right. and execute these plans instead of just like all the dreams. Right. You know, absolutely. So. Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. Well. well, chalk dirty listeners. We would love your feedback. Um, first show was, was nutrition. Second show was training. Did yep. I get that right? Yep. So what do you want to hear more of? We are happy to jam or on. questions. I mean, yeah. um, you know, this is, this helps everybody learn and, um, you know, us included. Uh, we have a lot of, Years of experience and knowledge and things that we've done that have worked really well, but uh, you know we've also done some things that didn't work, and we'd be happy to tell you about those we too. Have a whole podcast <laughs> on the, the things that we've messed yeah. up in our lives. Yeah, I mean uh, sometimes like failures. You know, the old it's whatever a type of quote. It's not failure; it's learning. Make up a quote right now. You yeah. started with making um, up a quote, so just make up something and, uh, about I failing. Can't, I don't know. But stronger people are more useful and generally harder to kill. That's an actual quote. Yeah. But. That's, um, that's fine. Yeah. Well, well, we can end with that. Also, if, if you know anyone who, who's like a coffee sponsor, we're looking for one. Yeah, of coffee is show. delicious. Um. Um. Cool. All right. <laughs> All right. We'll but see you guys next time. Uh, thanks for tuning in.